1: Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest edition of Laces Out. Jared Bailey, Kurt Hummesser with you. Kurt, how's your week been,
2: pal? It has not been too bad. It is finally, uh, seems like summer is on its way here in beautiful Buffalo. So it uh, makes it a little better sitting here in quarantine. So we're still having fun, able to talk some football today. And we have a great guest. Jared, I'll let you do the honors.
1: Yes, we've got Arizona Cardinals wide receiver Christian Kirk joining us today. Christian, how you been, man?
0: Been good. Been real good.
1: How's the, uh, yeah, you're in Arizona. So have you, have you guys been able to like start like face-to-face stuff?
0: Uh, No, so for us, um, we're kind of at the hand of everybody else around the league. You know, the stay-at-home order um, was taken away last week. So everything's been up out here in Arizona, restaurants. And so people are out and about, you know, life is pretty normal. But, you know, for for us as a team, you know, we're still um, doing everything virtually right now just because, you know, all the other teams, you know, can't get back in into their facilities as you know right now either so you know, we're still doing everything virtually and we'll probably do that until uh you know training camp
2: yeah i mean have you been uh what have you been kind of doing to you know stay in shape obviously it's not the same you can't use the team facilities can't work out with your teammates so what have you what's kind of been your plan for this off season all your workouts your your study for the for the playbook and everything all- all like that
0: Yeah, I think it's just, um, you know, using your resources. You know, thankfully I have a a home gym that I can use. And uh, so I've been able to, you know, get my my workouts sent, you know, from my trainers and been able to do that and just stay in shape. And, you know, all the parks and stuff have been open here. So just, you know, making sure I'm getting on the field, um, getting my routes, getting my catches in and whatnot. And then, you know, with with the virtual meetings and stuff starting, it's been, you know, a lot easier to just, you know, being able to lock in, you know, get back, you know, in in a uh, a team setting and in a position room setting, uh, you know, with all the all the guys on there, and just you know, be back talking ball, you know, interacting with your coaches and whatnot, and getting back in the film room. So it's been a good, you know, it's honestly hasn't been too difficult. Uh, but you know, as as things starting to lighten up, I think it'll it'll be easier, and we'll be able to get back into our regular routines.
1: Speaking of your receiving room, you guys got a new addition this offseason with DeAndre Hopkins coming in. How has he kind of been complimenting you guys, um, not just you, but even uh, Larry Fitzgerald. So how's it been, kind of been with this receiver room? It's, it's pretty stacked right now. How's the communication been with all you guys?
0: It's been great. Uh, you know, DeAndre just kind of came in and already became, you know, one of the guys. And, you know, me, him, and Fitz, you know, communicate uh, pretty fe- frequently, uh, weekly, and, uh, you know, just whatever whatever questions he has or just even, you know, just, Uh, shooting it with one another it's uh it's been good and so I'm really really excited about you know adding him you know into our room and just obviously having a guy like that uh to to learn from and work with uh you know it's just going to be fun and so I can't wait to see what we're able to do
2: yeah what what was your uh your initial reaction when you heard the news broke because I know personally when I saw that news I was pretty shocked because I think you guys made out pretty well in that trade uh obviously you lose you lose your teammate David Johnson there but Gaining DeAndre Hopkins, one of the top wide receivers in the league. Um, to add to your room, you can learn from him. you guys can work with him. Uh it might even benefit you coming into this season, just uh maybe some more opportunities for you. So what was your your initial reaction? Uh, if you ever talked on to any of your teammates or anything right after the trade broke?
0: Yeah, uh I actually was away from my phone and uh I remember coming back to it. My phone was getting blown up. <laughs> and uh, you know, I thought it was I thought it was fake at first and then you know, just when it, all, when it all went down and, you know, it was, it was official uh, confirmed, you know, I was just as surprised, uh, you know, just you would never think that, you know, a player of that caliber, uh, you know, would get traded away from their organization that they've been with for a while. But, you know, things happen. And like you said, you know, it, it sucked to see David go, but, you know, he's going to do great over there. And then, you know, DeAndre is going to transition well and do huge things for us for, for a long time. And So it's just like I said earlier, just the opportunity to be able to play. You know, with a guy of that caliber, you know, already having fits in the room and learning from him, and then, you know, having DeAndre in there, it's just it, it makes the room more competitive. And you know, when it's more competitive, you got guys out there consistently making plays, you know, up to your level of play. So the standards going to be real high in our room, and it's just uh, it's going to be real good. So yeah, I was uh, I was surprised, but but super excited.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, I, I kind of want to real quick. I just want to ask you because not many players are in your shoes that you can come into the league. You were a second round pick come into the league and you have the man in front of you, 36 years old, Larry Fitzgerald. He's been doing it for a long, long time. Uh, one of the best all time. I mean, what has he meant to you, your development in the league, your, your progression throughout the league day in and day out. I mean, he's probably seen everything, everything in this, in the NFL. So what is, what does Larry Fitzgerald mean to you and kind of, how has he helped you in, in your uh, professional career so far?
0: man he's been uh he's been amazing and uh you know he's been been everything that that uh people have heard and you know he he's definitely you know he definitely lives up to the hype you know when when you're around him uh you know on a daily basis and you know not only on the field but i think it's more been you know just stuff off the field you know that has just been you know very influential for me and you know it's just been a steady backbone and you know somebody that i can go to and ask questions you know, for, for every aspect, you know, on the field and, and off. And so, you know, he's become, become, you know, one of my closer friends on the team. And we spent a lot of time um, with one another, especially during the off season. It's just been, it's been really good. And, you know, just to, to see how he approaches his, his work, you know, every day, day in and day out, you know, especially my rookie year when, you know, we were struggling and just to see his mindset and the way he approached, you know, every day and every Sunday, it just, it helped kind of set the tone. And, and it's a, a great example uh, for me to follow along, you know, especially, you know, when he decides to, to hang it up and, you know, to just, uh, you know, set, you know, kind of carry on the standard that he set, you know, within this organization. And
1: speaking of last year, you guys, I mean, you've had two different offenses in your first two years with Cliff Kingsbury come in last year as head coach. And then Kyler Murray takes over as quarterback. How is that transition going from, um, you know, your rookie year with Josh Rosen and that offense into you know, your second
0: year with Kyler and Cliff? <laughs> you know i think i think this uh going into to our second year you know with with cliff and kyler uh, you know i think we'll see a a, a a bigger jump you know in in uh progression just because uh you know especially for kyler and and me as well uh this is the offense that we both ran in college you know at texas a&m uh it's very familiar to us and you know there's just there's been some some wrinkles that have been thrown into it just so it can you know, fit more of a a NFL type offense and, you know, fit those concepts and whatnot and, you know, establish a a running game and just, just different formations and personnels and, you know, using tight ends, you know, usually with this offense, you don't use tight ends, but, you know, we were in a lot of 11 and 12 personnel just with, you know, having Chase Edmonds and and Kenyon Drake back there, uh, you know, who can, who can, you know, run the ball very effectively. And so, I think uh, just our diversity and what we're able to do uh, personnel-wise and get, you know, certain mismatches uh, will definitely increase this year. And so the transition's been real good. We just got to, you know, keep our timing, keep getting our timing back down and, uh, you know, just, just know what defenses are going are, are gonna to give us and how they're going to, uh, you know, decide to play Kyler. Are you going to either zone out or are you going to, you know, press And Obviously, with the, the use of his legs, uh, is, is always going to be a
2: threat. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 a dangerous quarterback there. And, I mean, you see it firsthand. But I feel like maybe he got a little – I don't want to say overshadowed, but maybe a little overshadowed by what Lamar Jackson was doing. You know, there's there's similar quarterbacks in the league. But Kyler had a fantastic year. Jared, you and I talked about it in this <laughs> podcast. We loved what Kyler Murray was doing, and we mm. talked about him a lot because not a lot of people were talking about him. So, I mean, what what have you seen from week one to now this offseason, his first off uh, offseason with the Cardinals – um, I mean, he had 64.4% completion percentage, 20 touchdowns, 3,700 yards, and only 12 interceptions. I mean, that that's a very good year for a rookie quarterback. I mean, we kind of knew he was going to be, we knew he was going to be pretty good coming out number one overall pick, but what have you seen in his progression from week one until really right now?
0: Well, I think the biggest thing, and all rookie quarterbacks go through it, is just coverage recognition, uh, you know, especially within your division, knowing how defenses are going to play you, know how, knowing how they played you from the first time, you know, you see them during the season to the second time, uh, you know, especially like we played the Rams within three weeks, twice within three weeks. And so, you know, just being able to, to, to study and, and know their tendencies and know what coverage is and uh, know what they're going to do on third down and what type of blitzes they're going to bring. And so I think, you know, as we got throughout the year, uh, you know, Kyler got more settled in. and. You know his preparation got better and just knowing what to expect and you know it's only gonna gonna keep going you know this uh this year and you know all rookies go through it uh it's just knowing how to prepare and know how to study and break down defenses and because it's not it's not an easy thing to do you know it really is an art to to be able to break down defenses and study them and know their tendencies and you know the percentages and whatnot and so you know he's just uh he's Thankfully, you know, he, he's got a lot of people around him that can help him. And, uh, you know, Cliff's going to help him along the way. And, you know, we have a great, you know, quarterback coach in there, Tom Clemens, who's been around the league for a while, worked with Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, he knows how to deal with with, with players like that. And it's, uh, it's it, the sky's the limit for him. I mean, you know, Kyler's a competitive kid and, you know, he knows how to win. So I think, uh, you know, he's just going to keep excelling.
1: Many have regarded the NFC West as now the best division in football. With all your guys' new additions and everybody coming back, how do you feel about your your guys' team as a whole in terms of their chances of winning the division and then you personally uh, being able to meet the, the goals that you set for yourself? So what are kind of your expectations for you guys this year? How do you feel in the division? And then what are your goals personally in terms of how you want to grow from year two to year three?
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think towards the end of the last year, especially with a, a big win down in Seattle, uh, you know, we, we we definitely gained a lot of confidence just the way we were able to to finish out the year. You know, we had a win against a big win against Cleveland, too. And, you know, we, we were on the cusp of a lot of games. Uh, you know, we put the 49ers uh, close, you know, both times. And so there was there was a, a, a lot of, you know, just honestly learning how to win and learn how to win consistently for us. Uh, and, you know, now that we have a, a solid core group of guys you know, that have played a lot of games with one another, and, you know, we have a majority of them coming back, you know, we kind of know how to win with one another. And uh, that's the thing that, that you got to do in this league. And so, especially with having a rookie quarterback, and, you know, now that he's got experience, you know, we, we have some confidence. We know, you know, we can play with anybody. And so now it's just putting it all together. You know, we look real good on paper, but uh, I kind of said this before, we look good on paper, but you, know, you got to go out there on Sunday and prove it so now I think you know for for our, our team you know with playing you know the 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 schedule that we do and in the division that we do you know we see the best of the best and so it sets us up you know to uh, to be successful so um, that's our goal is to you know obviously be be the best that we can and, and hopefully win the division uh, but for me I mean it's real simple my goal is just just uh, you know playing all 16 games you know I've been been kind of you know bugged with with two seasons where I had, you know, some kind of freak accident injuries uh, where I couldn't control. But, you know, I'm just doing everything in my power that I'm, I'm on the field for all 16 games.
2: Yeah, we're, we're hoping that uh, we can get all 16 games in usually here. We don't know kind of what the plan is. Hopefully we can get uh, fans in the stadium as well, because I'm sure as a player for you, fans are a big part there, uh, the sea of red out there in Arizona. But we do have a schedule so. I mean, have you? I'm sure you've seen the schedule and you've looked at it. You studied it a little bit. Do you have one game that you're circling on that schedule? I know obviously division games are really important, but I don't know if there's a special tie to another team or something. But any special games for you for this 2020 season?
0: Uh, I'm actually really excited to play Dallas on Monday night. I think it's Week Six. Uh, you know, we've had we haven't had you know Thursday night games or primetime games, but. Uh, that Sunday night or Monday night spot is, are the two spots that you really want to play in. And those are the type of games you want to play in. And so especially playing the Dallas Cowboys on the national stage, I think, uh, you know, that's that's the game I'm looking forward to most. And, you know, I play ball at Texas A&M, and there's a lot of, you know, Aggie fans down there, too. So it'll be good to to come back. And, you know, I've ha- I had some big games in there uh, during my college days, so it'll be good to get back in that stadium.
2: Well, we will be uh, rooting for you all year long, Jerry. You know, i got to mention my bills, except for week 10 <laughs> when my bills are coming to Arizona there. So except for that week, I'll be rooting for you.
0: Josh Allen's a good friend of mine, so I don't, okay. I, don't I don't dislike you too much.
2: <laughs> all right, I like
1: it. <laughs> uh, Christian, hey, mate, we appreciate your time. Good luck this season. Good luck when OTAs and everything start. And uh, you're more than welcome to come on anytime that you want. We appreciate you.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thanks, all right, man, take care. Take care.
1: And that is Arizona Cardinals wide receiver Christian Kirk giving us a little bit of his time today. Always good. And we've had a solid repertoire of guys coming on in the past week. It's been pretty fun.
2: That we have. And we have another big guest next week, my friend, that you set up. So thank you very much. Uh, you might want to tell the people if they haven't seen your tweet yet. So I'll give you the honors there. Yeah,
1: so if you haven't seen my tweet yet, uh, former Bengals quarterback Ken Anderson will be joining the show, arguably part of the best quarterback in Bengals history. Uh, former mvp had a great career so uh for anybody who's young and doesn't you know understand really look into the history of the game with them from you know early 70s to around early 80s so saw, so, i you know how many years did he play 12 i think i'm gonna say he had a 12-year career I'll, somewhere I'll, around there maybe it. a little bit more i'll have to get, double check <laughs> but yeah the, t- the text he sent me was funny because i had texted him and was like hey so what time works and he's like I sent him a time. He's like, I'll be playing golf at that time. How about a little bit later? So I'm glad <laughs> glad to hear
2: that he's out on the golf course and, and I'm having sure he fun doing that. Gets out as much as he can on the weekend. Oh yeah. Well, he's he's probably got nothing to do now. That it's quarantine. No, literally,
1: yeah. So so that'll be a lot of fun. I'm sure he has a lot of great stories from those old Bengals teams. So that'll be a lot of fun talking to Ken Anderson. Speaking of quarterbacks, buddy, did you see the uh, the reported contract that that Dak Prescott
2: turned down? I did, and I also saw. I don't. I don't know. We don't know really if that's true or not, because I think I saw Ian Rapp report denied that and said that it's not true, but oh. if it is true, that is, I, I have no
1: words for that. See, the report was five years, 175 million that he said no to. Not and he wants, at all. And, and he wants 45 million in the final year of the deal. 45 million. That's Pat. That's what Patrick Mahomes that's, is going absolutely. to get on his next contract. So I don't, I've said this from the get-go. I would if I'm Jerry Jones, I want to give it to him. I hope more than ever that he does give it to him so we can
2: Fair. see Dallas win five or six games a year in the if, world will be if, if you're the Cowboys, if you're a Cowboys fan, you absolutely you don't Dak. want that, man. Yeah, if you're but you're going to love Dak Prescott, but Are you going to want to pay him $45 million a year when you have a guy like Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott already on the books? You're going to Mm have C.D. Lamb. Obviously, that's down the road. But who knows? He could be one of the best wide receivers. You're going to have to pay him too. $45 million is That's 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 a lot, man.
1: And so you look at – they paid DeMarcus Lawrence. They paid Amari Cooper. They paid Zeke last year. They still have holes in the secondary, which they need to plug. I get that uh, Clinton Dix is back there now at safety. But a cornerback, they lost Byron Jones to Miami. Mm. So they still have a hole there. Uh, they're not not
2: just a quarterback away from being a contender no
1: no here's the thing the offense runs through Zeke anyway without Zeke the offense I mean we've seen that historically since both him and Dak have been there it's not good Um, so it runs through Zeke to set up everything so paying him that made sense paying Amari Cooper I wouldn't have given Amari Cooper the deal that he got I don't think he was worth that much money I I know he's good he's not worth a hundred million dollar contract Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, they lost Robert Quinn off the other side of Demarcus Lawrence to Chicago, so they have a hole there. They have holes in the secondary. Dak Prescott has shown he can't win big games. He needs a lot of help to win. They're without Travis Frederick now because he retired.
2: Yeah, that offensive line is getting old
1: as well. I mean, yeah, it's, they're, and they're the Cowboys... not, and whenever, whenever their contracts are up, too, I don't think they're going to be, be able to bring back Martin and Tyron Smith. Right. So, that's going to be a whole other issue, giving him the protection he needs and be able to set up the run game. He's not worth – if this is true, that he turned – first of all, I saw somebody say that this is one of the Cowboys insiders trying to leak this so it makes Dak look bad, which I mean, that's definitely possible. But five year 175, that would have made him the highest quarterback, the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. Doesn't deserve that whatsoever. He's shown (laughs) nothing. So you look at the top paid quarterbacks in the league, I think what? It's Aaron Rodgers right now. That makes sense. Russell Wilson, that makes sense but then it's Derek Carr the Raiders I'm sure regret that yep Matthew Stafford who I you and I both like I, Matthew Stafford I love Matthew Stafford. he yeah. deserves
2: it he just doesn't have a team around him but. doesn't have a team around him so uh,
1: you can maybe make the argument that his contracts maybe handicap them a little bit but and then who else has a big deal I know there's one Jimmy Garoppolo but they have an incredible defense that right. the
2: defense is the focal point of that team and the run game on offense not so much he, him he, here's the thing about the Cowboys the Cowboys missed out on their opportunity to go all in and go for a Super Bowl when Zeke mm. and Dak were on their rookie contracts. They had him yep. for five years as a rookie. They had that fifth year option if they wanted to pick it up. They could have went all in, stacked yep. up that defense, stacked up the weapons, and just let Dak he doesn't have to be great. I mean he could have played nope. how he's been playing. Like he would have been playing how he's been playing and they could have won a Super Bowl. You can win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott, but you do not need to pay him forty five million dollars. That is That's... ridiculous. And
1: I know that we knocked the Rams a lot for how they've been recently, but at least they went for it. They saw okay, we got exactly. Jared Goff, who's a solid quarterback on a rookie deal. Let's pay everybody huge. We have a two-year window where we can do this. And they got to a Super Bowl. And yeah, now South they're United in trouble. Against but, Belichick. Yeah. yeah, now they're in trouble dealing. I mean, they offloaded Brandon Cook's huge contract that they gave him when they had Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. So, I think that was a little bit of a stretch. Um, but you look defensively. I mean, they still got Jalen Ramsey, still got Aaron Donald. They still have holes to plug in their front seven too. But, I mean, I don't like necessarily where the Rams are because they have a bad offensive line, but they can at least say, hey, we saw the window we had with all the weapons around Jared Goff on a rookie deal, and we, we went for it. They got to the Super Bowl. They just yep. happened to you know, play in the lowest-scoring Super Bowl in it's history a, against a, a great, great defense. boring game, but – Yeah, uh, <laughs> so uh, I think the Cowboys definitely missed that window, and I think the Rams are kind of the ones who kind of set the precedent for that, though. Because before the Rams, we weren't seeing teams just trade away almost their entire draft for superstars and yeah. giving them ginormous deals in in that two-year window. So, mm-hmm. I think that that plays a lot a big part in it. Is that Sean McVay and the Rams less need were just saying, "Hey, we see the window we have, let's go for it." The Cowboys kind of didn't do that, and now they're going to pay the ramifications for it. Honestly, I think that you got Andy Dalton. Exactly, he's not going to be. If you he's want to, going to win, you. Dak, he's going to win
2: you. If not the same, maybe one more game the deck will because you he won't Here's make it the thing. I don't they're not gonna do this, but if I'm Jerry Jones,
1: I am would look into trading deck. Yeah. I would one hundred percent look into trading Dak. He's got a lot of, right of trade now. value
2: too, because uh he's exactly. gonna want he's gonna want the big contract, which will probably shy off some teams, but he's he's worth some serious draft capital.
1: And I think that there's a – like, if you're New England, do you take Dak or do you wait till next year to draft a guy? I don't think they're going to get Trevor Lawrence. I know I've talked about that. I don't think yeah. they're going to end up getting Trevor Lawrence. But I think there's there's definitely a market for him. I mean, if you're Jacksonville, do you rather have Dak or do you – you know, they're obviously tanking to try to get Trevor Lawrence. So, maybe <laughs> they're out. But if we go division by division, and, and I think in my head, does – Pittsburgh maybe make a move for him and just say hey Ben's our guy this year but if he retires we'll give you the rank. I don't know what would happen right.
2: but I, I don't I think I think Jerry loves Dak I think he's going to do anything he can to keep Dak but we also we've seen Jerry make some very questionable calls in his career oh, so yeah. far so I don't really know um I just if uh, I don't like the Cowboys, but if I feel I feel for Cowboys fans if you have to pay Dak Prescott $45 million a year because Patrick Mahomes is the only quarterback that is worth that money, I think.
1: Here's a team that would – what about the Raiders?
2: Yeah. What about – Yeah, Raiders are – they're kind of stuck I, in the middle too because they have that big contract for Derek. I Curry. feel like
1: – yeah, I feel like if there is a team that would – and I don't think he's going to get traded, but if there were a team that were – if they were to put them on the market, I think the Raiders would definitely be one of those teams. I think that they're, um, this is the last year of, of Derek Carr and they will probably
2: move him a year early if they were able to get Dak. I'm sure, start. I'm sure Gruden loved Dak coming out because Gruden's the quarterback. We know.
1: Yeah, we know how Gruden is, but in terms of other teams, I mean, honestly, now that I think about it,
2: I, I don't know how big of the, how big the
1: market would be. I mean, the Panthers just signed Teddy Bridgewater. They're out. I think the entire NFC South
2: is pretty much out, actually. I mean, Drew Brees is there mm-hmm. for New Orleans, yeah, what and Jameis is backing him up. All right, th- this is not happening, but it's, it's fun to talk about. But, I mean, okay. both, the Colts are in need of a quarterback after Phillip. Yeah. Drew got, what, two years left, maybe? If they don't
1: move him this year – He'll be a free. He'll be a free agent then next year because he's not going to sign his. Uh, they're not going to give. He's not going to get a ginormous deal that he wants. Mm-hmm. So if anything, I mean, the Colts could chase him in free agency next year. We could see maybe the Bears chase him in free agency next year. A team like that who is going to need a quarterback because I don't see Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky on the Bears roster next year.
2: Yep. So I think that depending on how Drew Locke pans out, they're going to need a quarterback. Maybe. I, I, I think know. that
1: I think they're going to give Locke at least. He'll he'll get the Trubisky treatment. I think he's going to be. I think Locke's going to be good. Uh, I, I think that a lot of people are kind of overselling how good he's going to be this year. I think over time he's going to be good. But, mm-hmm. no, I think that there's definitely going to be a – there's going to be a market for him next year. I think it's going to be very similar to Kirk Cousins, how it was in Washington. I don't think they're going to franchise him twice. I think this will be his last year in Dallas, and then he'll test the market. But, okay, here's – what if the Jets bail on Sam Darnold if he has a horrible year? What if, what if Dak Prescott just
2: I mean, we, up... could, we could say that for anybody. We could say – Yeah, it, that's what, what I'm what saying. I Mahomes gets – I don't know. What if Patrick Mahomes just can't throw a football anymore? You can do that for any team. Or if even, like, somebody gets injured and they just make an
1: outrageous – like a Super Bowl contender loses their quarterback for the year and a team just makes an outrageous offer for Dak just for the year because it's going to be on a one-year thing because he's going to test free agency next year. I'll say, hey, we'll give you our first, our second, our fifth, our sixth if you just give us Dak – and I don't think Jerry would turn that down because he looks he's got Andy Dalton there for the cheap, and that could help him bring in other guys to build
2: around. Right. I mean, and they did find Deck in the fourth round, so you, exactly you could find another Deck Prescott. He is very replaceable. He's not.
1: He's, he's not a superstar quarterback. He's a starter. He's not by any means a superstar. We'll see what we'll see what happens. I, I hope did, he gets. I, I hope he gets forty five million a year. <laughs> I forget we had
2: him in our uh, quarterback rankings. Where did you have him sitting?
1: What did I have back sitting?
2: Yeah. 19. <laughs> 19 yeah yeah I mean he's not- I got
1: I got a lot of I got he's a lot definitely of a top 20 one. I
2: could you could argue top 15 but I don't think you, put you him could argue
1: top from- 15 but I wouldn't take him there I think I, he's I don't think he's shown that he top. can't win without a lot of help so that's where right. I put him but yeah right. We'll see what happens. We've got obviously, Ooh, we got while. nothing
2: else to talk about. So no, nope. <laughs> nothing going on. Hopefully that we can uh, get our sports back here soon because that is a fact we are losing our minds, but facilities are supposed to be opening up fairly soon. And I believe slowly, if everything... but
1: slowly, but surely everything seems to kind of be coming in place. There's a bunch of different States that are taking away their stay at home orders. Arizona was the first to do that. As Christian said, you know, people are out and about and things seem to be going well in Arizona. Apparently, we're having, you know, we thought that California was going to be one of those states that never reopens, and we get, hey, you can start June 1st. <laughs> Money <laughs> like, talks. Out More of talk. nowhere. Yep, I know, I know. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, like we said, face to face OTAs should start relatively soon. The NBA is supposed to make a mid July return. They're going to start opening facilities soon. The Lakers opening their
2: practice facilities, I believe, Monday. I heard, next week? I heard LeBron has been working out with a couple teammates here and there, so everybody's kind of busy. Hopefully we can get baseball back, too, because yes. I am a huge baseball fan, so hopefully – I think they're shooting for maybe July is opening. Yeah. Early, so, I don't I know. I think
1: they're going to do, like, a spring training part, two for a few yeah. games just to get everybody back in the swing of things and then kind of go from there. But, yeah, slowly but surely we're starting to get things back. Tom Brady was working out in Buccaneers gear with a few teammates the other day, so that was – Apparently, Tom
2: Brady's getting a nine-part documentary right now. They're They just just announced it today. So, I don't know why. The guy's still playing. Wait at least 20 years until he's retired. I don't know.
1: Well, here's the thing with that, though, because it was up to Jordan whether they were going to release the tapes or not because he was the one who gave them, you know, the the access to that in 98. And then I don't know what sparked him wanting to do it now other than maybe the LeBron talk. But, yeah, I'm –
2: I love that documentary. Did you watch all of it? The Dance was fantastic. I watched every episode. Now I don't know uh, what I'm going to do with myself on Sunday. Yeah. Apparently, Scottie
1: Pippen is not happy right now. <laughs> why is that? Scottie Pippen apparently is reportedly livid and angry at Michael Jordan for the way that he was uh, presented in the documentary. Wow.
2: Okay. Yeah. Huh. Because
1: I mean, I, I can kind of see why, but at the same time, I mean, that the 94 playoffs, whenever he decided not to go in because they were giving Tony Kukoc the last shot instead of him. <laughs> that, and was then, a, that was a baby move. Yeah, that was that was a weak move. So, I think that that was part of it. But, they, I mean, to close it out, I mean, they showed how tough he was playing with a mm-hmm. crumbling back to stay right. in the game. I think he was represented fairly.
2: Yeah, I mean, because – Yeah, I, 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 like, had a, I, had, I bas- think it was a
1: nice balance.
2: Yeah, I'm a basketball fan. Obviously, from Buffalo, we don't have a team. So, I was never, like, super into it. So, I never – dove deep into the history of the Chicago Bulls so I learned right. a lot and I mean Scotty Pippen kind of like it, it impressed me I didn't I didn't come away from that saying like wow Scotty Pippen I can No out yeah I, like, damn Scotty Pippen's kind of a Yeah bad. He exactly he would have still been a top player so
1: And he got his bag once all that ended with Houston and Portland he
2: did, yes. and then
1: eventually he finished his career in Chicago in 03 or 04 he came back for a final year so <laughs> apparently some sort of bridge was mended
2: so wow. Now we're turning this into a basketball podcast. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll do
1: this on our own time. But, yeah, I think that solid show. Thanks to uh, Christian Kirk for giving us some of his time today. Absolutely. Ken Anderson next Thursday. And then uh, as we get more of a guest list, we'll continue to tweet out who will be on and when. Uh, but, yeah, it's been a solid month of, you know, obviously, Craig Robertson, Austin Eckler, Christian Kirk now, and then Ken, Ken Anderson next week. So, I mean, we've had a solid little stretch of guys. So,
2: yes, hopefully yep, we keep yep. that going. Yeah
1: so good show as always my friend yes sir where can they where can
2: they find the uh you on twitter my friend
1: find me on twitter j bailey nfl got so much stuff going on right now um i'm doing a minka fitzpatrick film study for crocker report shout out to crock for bringing me on for that it's been a lot of fun um just watching all 22 film and writing about it that's been a lot of fun to do the past few days um and then uh, eventually on fan side i'll be doing something else and when i decide when i decide what i want to do so we'll see
2: how about you there you can find me uh at kurt k-u-r-t homister H A U M E S S E R eighty eight uh buffalo rumbling stuff primetime sports whatever you can dream of i'll be i'll be talking sports so uh find me on there and uh we'll have a good time uh, until next time with ken anderson next week yes sir and
1: again be sure to check out this episode and all the others on primetime sports network you can also find us on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you get your stuff so thank you to christian kirk for today ken anderson on thursday for Kurt officer i'm jared bailey this is laces out we will talk to you soon see ya
2: thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform